0: Mahatma Gandhi once said, I will not let anyone walk through my mind with their dirty feet. Your mindset needs a workout big time because you allow a lot of dirty feet to walk around up there and it's gotten messy. Today, you're going to get three keys to the greatest upper body workout for your relationship mindset ever. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. I and Michael Smalley, along with
1: Amy Smalley.
0: Thank you for joining us today on this podcast/slash/facebook live stream.
1: Yep, we're good to be here. I'm no, I'm glad to be here.
0: I am. I'm just glad I'm to be excited alive.
1: about today. I think this is really good as we're getting in shape and we're thinking about getting back into having a good routine and having a good diet. And you know, I know in our area there's a lot of fasting and stuff that's going on that really we're praying for breakthroughs and we're wanting you know movement in our lives. And so as a part of that, we need to we need to get in shape and yeah. get our get our just not just our physical bodies in shape, but our mental mental bodies and our mind and our spirit. All those things need to be and aligned and we need to get back in shape. And our mindset is a huge part of it. it and is. it's our, if you think about it, I know it's upper body. It's, you know, you think about, you know, working out, uh, you know. Yeah.
0: Upper body, lower body. That's right. And we're going to get to lower body <laughs> this week. So this is the second show on Get Your Relationship Back in Shape. And today will be about your mindset, and it's vastly important, but I have something more important.
1: What?
0: Yeah, we have a distraction of the day. I like to do that for each show. And I'm just curious. Can you ever, Amy, can you ever be arrested for trying to kill someone with kindness?
1: I would hope not. I don't know. I mean, you know, this crazy world... I could never imagine, I guess, someone could maybe take your kindness. Like, I always think about what that makes me think about is, like, you know, will um, hug, you know, free hugs or something like that. That right. would be a kindness. Um, or opening a door for someone. Maybe you opened your door for a robber. Oh. Maybe. Well, but I no, don't know.
0: You get arrested. I, me? For an act of kindness.
1: I could get arrested. For kindness.
0: Yes. Potentially. I, I don't know.
1: I could very easily think I could have opened the door for the robber. I, I could probably do that. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't know. I have no idea what this is about. So this is your deal. You're going to so, have to wait, yeah.
0: everybody, till the end of this show to find out if you actually can get arrested for kindness. Hmm. Very interesting. That'll and then the sad. honoring news of the day is a woman. a woman was brought to tears. By a thank you note. Huh. Oh, yeah. By a thank you note. Here she is. Here's the lady. Aww. And she was in a grocery store somewhere. Uh, Sonia McMillan, who's 25 years old. And so she was at Market Basket, which is somewhere, I think, in the East Coast. I've never heard okay. of Market Basket. Okay. She paid for an 85-year-old man's groceries.
1: Aww, and he demanded
0: so... that she give him her name and address so he could send her a check. Uh huh. Right. And then it's the letter that is really precious from this 84 year old man said, you saved me because he sent her a letter with the check. Aww. you saved me a lot of trouble. My wife was ill Aww, and I wanted mm-hmm. to get back to her. I'm not very young anymore, 84 years old, and it's not <laughs> it's a, a surprise, big... <laughs> I left my wallet at home, and you know that's your future. That's,
1: yeah. Because I do that do now. you do that already. I yeah. shall
0: always remember your kindness.
1: Aw. Isn't that awesome? That is so sweet. Where so she goes, did not Sarah get McMillan. arrested for her
0: kindness. No, <laughs> she got a letter and a check, and she told the news, and where did that come from? SunnySkies.com. She told the news that she's not gonna cash the check. Oh! Do you know how much the check was for?
1: Well, you said I don't know.
0: Five thousand dollars.
1: No, it's, it was for groceries. It was so not even less very than a hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, though. it wasn't even very much.
1: But still, that's no, very sweet. it's precious.
0: So, that's way precious. to go! And remember, folks. Way to go, Sonya. People remember that stuff forever.
1: They do. So. They do. And I think that little things like that that are that are the. Unexpected kindnesses and those kinds of things; those they they make a big impact. They do.
0: Yeah. Well, yesterday I told the audience that we would have an online course. Uh, Hello, there it is. Oh yeah, it is already up. This is a little intro video right over here. Nice. That I did yesterday after our live show. Yes. And you can see we've already got an intro.
1: Nice. We've got
0: exercise number one, the core. Like for core conversations. strength for conversations, and then this this exercise number one discussion. Yes, that's pretty cool.
1: There you go, I'm not gonna lie, starting to you can, get it, get the conversation going between you and your spouse. Well,
0: you literally right? get to fill stuff out, yeah. And then when you click submit, it'll send it to you. So i it's think like your we so to up this
1: charge. This is way
0: worse, it's way $2. more than
1: two dollars. Two bucks, people. Hey,
0: so head on over to smalleyinstitute.com. And I will also provide a link in the Facebook post as well as the podcast notes, so right. on where you can get that course. So fun! You know what is so interesting?
1: I'm not sure this is live right now. This it might... is. It is because I'm looking right. at okay. it right Just now, making sure Omar's All watching,
0: right. Michelle's oh, watching, oh, Kyle Butler. Man, Who else do we have? I
1: am just like Pat
0: Fleming. Oh, yeah. Neil Dabrowski. What's well, so crazy? One of the crazy oh, Dabrowski people Dabrowski from South those, Africa. Those are
1: some amazing people. We love right there. the Dabrowski family. What's crazy is it's not. I on might mine. love Neil
0: the most. It's so. not on
1: my little. Well, we won't worry about that. Sorry. That's why
0: I tried to tell you to do it on your phone, but <laughs> somebody didn't want to use her phone. <laughs> Don't want to name any names. Amy. Hey, as always, leave a review. Subscribe to the podcast. That helps us get. Noticed, and we like to read your reviews. It's very kind. And then if you have a question, uh, Friday right. Listener Question Day is coming, coming up, up fast.
1: It's coming up. So
0: call the 24-hour-a-day hotline where we have acquired and hired
1: Yeah. You Robots. always act like that's like such a big deal. I know. Like, and the other funny thing that I you say powerful. that is so funny that I—I I mean, I think we need subscribe to subscribe to,
0: keep... to the fastest growing yes. marriage podcast yes. in the world with the name Smalley and the title.
1: Yes, that's it. That's that's the other like absolute fave. It of is.
0: So call our like. hotline. Leave us a question, a review. You can say you know you can. I, I mean, I have been giving this notice out, and I'm just going to be honest. Because we'd want to be honest, well, as honest as we should be. I don't like any of my friends anymore. <laughs> well, a lot of them watch, and not a single one of you have actually called the hotline Kirsten and made fun has. of me.
1: Kirsten has. Well,
0: that was a good question. But in the
1: South Africa, poor Dabrowski, he can't call. That's, Neil, we need to get the WhatsApp, WhatsApp it's called thing. Google. Voice. Actually, he actually has our WhatsApp. He, actually, I know. he could call us. So send it, s- Neil. That's right. You can send it, and we'll put it on. You know, just like it was on the All zero nine seven five.
0: All right. So give that sucker a call, and we take those questions on Fridays.
1: That's right. As long- it's gonna be so yeah. cool. And as always, we're here to help. And um, if your marriage ever gets at a place where you are totally yeah. stuck, please, please reach out to us. Our Smalley Institute, our the Smalley Marriage Intensives are helpful and they will work. I say will, but I can't say definitely, but I will say 85%. I know I'm the, I'm the detailed one. So I'm like, I, Mm. I cannot oversell. It's like you're, you can oversell, but I can't. No,
0: I think 85%. Wait, hold on. I think you meant to say I constantly oversell. Well, I do,
1: and I probably undersell. I, would that yes. be true? So yeah. I, when I, even when way. I said that, I'm like, but wait, what about that one couple or something? Even the couples that it doesn't work out, it's still a good thing because you learn how to love well and you got to get this thing down. That's what I'm I saying. I'm sure say. nobody
0: wants to go to an intensive. They're like, so it sounds like it never works or it does work. It does work. work, it or, does work. Wait, yes. is she a liar or is he the liar <laughs> all the time? I don't know. I can't really tell. So, okay. Today's show is well, I'll say this. We're okay. on the second day now. Yes. of the Get Your Relationship Back in Shape. Yes. series that is also obviously an online course. Yes. And to you know, yesterday was about getting your communication back in shape. Get your core. Yep.
1: Got to get that the core. What's what's in the middle?
0: Today we're doing a good upper body workout. Because we're going to address your mindset. So your mindset actually has a tremendous amount to do with the satisfaction of your relationship. So there's three things we're going to cover today on your mindset. We're going to talk about personal responsibility, giving the benefit of the doubt, but then also taking time to think and pray every day.
1: Oh, that's Every stinking day. (laughs) Every glorious day. Mercies are new
0: day. Religiously. <laughs> like a fanatic every day. So number 1 is take ownership. So you're trying to get your relationship back in shape, right? I did like a little mm. promo video. Yeah. You know, or like a little welcome thing and you know, we're like it's the new year, this is when the gym memberships are exploding, but not enough of us are actually putting the same or actually even more we should be energy into getting our relationship back in shape. So that starts with taking ownership. As we want to address today our mindset, then we have to start with me.
1: I, you ha- It is that change starts with me. It starts with me, right? So I'm going to put my, put my hand on it uh, me. And being able to, for me, how I can take ownership t- sometimes is to think about my life in Totality. So mind, body, spirit. Yeah. Okay. So your mind, taking ownership of your mind says, what are you putting into your mind? For me, I mean, I'm going to give a shout out to, you know, um, Carter Price. Love Carter. Love, you know, Rochelle. We've been on the show. We love it. A lot of times for me, listening to good music is a lot about getting my mindset in the right place. It's taking ownership of what am I feeding in? I love the quote, you know, um from Gandhi that we it, that you started the show with about, you know, not letting people with dirty shoes, dirty feet, you know, Don't face, let
0: people with their dirty feet walk all around your mind.
1: And I think that a lot of times we allow dirty things to come into our mind, and it's not just dirty like sexually dirty, it's dirty as in unclean but even people. as in as a negative as in the you know being a hope sucker, you know we talk about um, the risk factors for divorce, and one of the biggest risk factors divorce has to do with our mindset. Has to do with what what are we actually thinking? And if we're thinking something negatively about our spouse, we need to be able to address it. And we uh, we are going to talk. And part of addressing it means that you take responsibility. So you say, you know what? Part of this might be me. I might just have a, you know, I, I this might be a consequence of something that's happened to me in the past, or, or you know, I, I do jump to conclusions because I've been so hurt in the past or whatever. And so taking ownership of that and taking ownership of your own thinking and being able to say, maybe this is different. And that goes into kind of the second one.
0: Yeah, it does, which is give the benefit of the doubt. So when, when we say give the benefit of the doubt, this is, man, this... I, I'm an avoider and an escalator, but I was like a born avoider. And I know avoiders can get in a lot of trouble with our negative beliefs about people. And so what happens with those negative beliefs is that, well, this person just doesn't like me. Or this person is just this. And it's a negative orientation so that when anything happens, we run or jump to that negative but like the negative belief about the person instead of going wait slow down this might not be about me this could be about something else maybe they've had a hard day today or even like i'm sure she didn't mean it that way or i'm mm-hmm. sure he wasn't trying to like annihilate my feelings i i know there's probably a an under an understandable reason that this happened and when we give the benefit of the doubt one of my favorite things about this is that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy so i am assuming that you're good therefore the choice that i have to make right because that's a choice mm-hmm. most of the most the, the most important acts of love that we're ever going to do are all choices hmm. they are never about well, the moment's right, and everything's going good. And
1: you've you've proven yourself. Yeah, you've and you have said all the right you've things. You've said said all the right things, and you've proved yourself over. You know, and not that those things are not good things, but being able to give the benefit of the doubt in some ways says, God, you've got my back. Yeah. You know, and, and I want to believe the
0: best about and I, you.
1: And it doesn't mean that I don't address issues, doesn't mean that we don't talk about things, doesn't mean that we don't reach um reach a win win, which we always talk about in a in a conflict. You always have to reach a win win. And a win win means that it's doable for me, it's doable for you, and it we're gonna move forward. And how we're gonna move forward means that we're going to feed the positive and give each other the benefit of the doubt. But the self fulfilling prophecy too, I you know, the negative stuff, if you say long enough you're having an affair. There's a part of that, that you're going to, at some point in time, if I put that out there enough, do you understand the negativity? I'm not saying that you wouldn't, that you still do not have choice because absolutely you do. And, and, uh, but there's some people out there that have thrown out these really, really negative things. You're going to reject me. You're going to abandon me. You're going to, you hate me. If you put those out there, that negativity of putting that out there. Basically what you're doing is you're setting an environment for that thing to actually happen. And the self fulfilling prophecy is one of those things that you put it out there enough, you're going to prove it because you're going to prove that negative thing or you're going to prove that positive thing as well. Um, And if you can't prove the positive thing, we're okay. I'm totally, and Michael and I are on board. It's not that we are like we want to live in la-la land, right? It's not about living in la-la land, giving some of the benefit of the doubt. Oh, they will never hurt me ever again. And I, you're just going to be perfect. And that's giving the benefit like of the doubt that in way. that way. Right. But that, is that true? Is that yeah. what you're trying to say? No, no, not at all.
0: No. We're, we're And you know what I realized, you know, how sometimes we're like, Hey, I want to talk and we kind of do this underneath. Now mm-hmm. it's on camera.
1: Yeah, it is. So we can't you do, do it. it way more than me.
0: I know. But still a wee-ish.
1: <laughs> so you
0: no, know, we do. And the problem, and I, I wanted, I read this thing from Chris Potter. You have to own it and own up to it. Sometimes you have to look in the mirror oh, instead of in mirror. point fingers, whether it be physically or mentally. What's funny, Chris? And I wanted to go Harry Potter,
1: <laughs> but it's
0: Chris Potter. Our the book we wrote on personal responsibility mm. is called "The Surprising Way to a Stronger Marriage." And what's on the cover, Amy? A mirror. It's a mirror because we got to look at that. But. When it comes to giving the benefit of the doubt, when I was researching that this morning a little bit, Mm -hmm. one of the interesting things that I found is that if you intentionally work on giving your partner, child, spouse, whoever, the benefit of the doubt, it actually ends up helping you with your own condemnation about yourself, right? So there's people that are super hard on themselves internally, whether the people around them are or aren't kind of wouldn't matter. So when you are being easier and kinder and giving the benefit of the doubt to others, that starts to kind of bleed over into even your own personal life where you kind of can begin to give yourself some slack.
1: Absolutely. Just like judgment boomerangs back on you, yeah. so can grace. And then really giving someone the benefit of the doubt a lot of times yeah. is that grace. And being able to say, I'm gonna own my stuff and I'm going to hope and trust that you're going to try to do the same. And the crazy thing is, is that when you get to that place where you feel like, you know what, I've given grace. I mean, there's some of you out there going, you know what, I've given grace and it has not helped and it is not boomerang backing on me and our relationship is still t- terrible and blah, blah, blah. That's when you need to call in backup. That's why you need a smallly intensive. Because you need someone from the outside to be able to tell you, is it really? your self-fulfilling prophecy? Is it really about you not taking ownership of maybe something that's going on? And then for you to be able to say, you know what, that negativity, you know, okay, maybe it's that. But being able to talk through those things, sometimes you need a third party to do that.
0: You do, which is why we encourage and
1: this is a whole commercial marriage on a small, yes, it's marriage mentors, marriage Intentives, intensives. It's all you good. Gotta, you gotta, you gotta have it.
0: Number three, take more time to think and pray each day. This is kind of like the weak Christian way to say, meditate more. I hate that secular things and new agey stuff has stolen that terminology from Christians because it was the Desert Father, like it's Christians who kind of invented this idea of meditation, but people get all worked up, that's really what I'm saying, is spend every day in time thinking and praying about each other. That is a big part of overcoming or changing your mindset, getting your mindset into shape here for this new year. Mindfulness, I have a great quote here from Margarita Tart- oh, Tartac- Okay, I'll just go Tartakovsky. Tartakovsky. Mindfulness, paying attention on purpose in the present moment and without judgment, can help us break out of the negative knee-jerk reactions we bring into our relationships. Specifically, she said mindfulness helps to better manage the body's reactions, regulate emotions, and calm fears and anxieties. All key ingredients for healthy relationships. I mean wow.
1: wow that's actually really good cuz when i read that you know what kind of jumps out to me the mindfulness of your your reactions and your anxieties you wouldn't it be amazing if we could all think about and be uh centered talk about our core think about our core but also go okay i know that i need to take responsibility for i need to take ownership for X, Y, and Z. This is an issue that obviously God's workmanship is trying to mature in me every single day. And so, or, you know, periodically in conflict, whatever, in our relationship, and be able to take ownership of that and be able to say, God, I want you to be in control today. I want you to be in control of my thoughts, feelings, and actions. I am laying them at your feet. I am surrendering them to you and really meditate on those, think about those. And then in the moment when those things are actually, you know, when you feel triggered, then you're you've already you've invested a little bit of time on the, you know, in the morning. And so then when it comes up, then it's like it's coming more to the forefront versus it's way in the background. It's you've already thought about it once, once during that day. And so when you come when when you do get triggered, then you're able to control that and able to say no. This is not gonna be about my anxiety or my fear or my anger or my negative reaction. I, I you know, God through you, I can do
0: this. Yeah, I'm more thoughtful and, yes. and that is an issue for relationships today. I'm just telling you, mm-hmm. we're not thoughtful enough. We're too busy, we're too rushed, we're too stressed out. I mean, no wonder our relationships you know, our relationships struggle. So what we're challenging you to do, and this is actually freaky for me. But I'm going to give everybody some grace, so everyone relax. But the goal should be about 20 minutes a day. Now, I very rarely, unless I'm watching sports or something I like, a movie, do I just sit anywhere (laughs) for 20 minutes and try to be thoughtful, right? Try to meditate. And so one of the things they found in research is go for that 20 minutes, but it can be broken up. And it might even be more beneficial to do like, 5 minutes here, 5 minutes there, 5 minutes here, and and have that ultimately build up to the 20 minutes mm-hmm. time track for the day. And there is a ton of research <clears throat> on what how that benefits mm-hmm. your relationship. And mm-hmm. so one of the things I did recently was make a love list. Um uh, it's it's you know, we're starting to use Slack. And so when I'm praying in the morning after doing devos, then I have an entire list of kind of the key character qualities about you, not some random Amy, that's just to good. make sure and clarify. That's, that's always good. And that was you something I dated a
1: couple of them. So it could have I been dated
0: them too. a lot of Amy's, and it kind of makes me feel <laughs> weird. I have an Amy fetish, but my father used to do this when he would get in a fight or an argument with my mother. My brother one time caught him in his office that I wasn't around, but apparently they had this gigantic explosion and. My brother, you know, is always the peacemaker and yes, trying to bring definitely. everybody back together. Dad, yes, that's So him. annoying. <laughs> and he went and found my dad in his office, and he was at his desk. He was reading something. My brother went up behind him was like massaging his shoulders, and he's like, what are you reading? Ah, I'm just so mad at your mom right now. And he's like, okay, what are you reading? Went, well, I'm reading this list of all the things I appreciate about her. And as he read it though, and the things that he knows about her, mm. he started his mind and his emotions began to change. That's, that's what we're getting at right that's here. That's right. Is try focusing on what is good in each other, not always what is broken and wrong.
1: So that your reactions can be differently. Yeah. So that you can take ownership of your stuff. So that you can allow uh, God's grace to flow
0: through you. You can. Marsha Lucas said this I'm meditating. Uh, Daniel Siegel, who's a doctor, uh, says that rewiring the brain can be helped by even as little as three minutes of mindfulness meditation done regularly and that the brain seems to benefit more from frequent shorter meditations than less frequent longer ones. I often recommend starting with five minutes a day and perhaps working up to 20 if you feel it is working for you.
1: Wow! So rewiring your brain, I you love are. that.
0: You literally—I mean, there's a bunch of other stuff I could have put on there, but it felt like it got boring.
1: I think that rewiring your brain it, sometimes it might mean for me. I kind of think through things. I think through, okay, is that thought where? Where did that thought come from? And then I think what's really going on um, so I might feel triggered or angry or frustrated or or whatever I think your dad always you know we always talked about you know anger fear frustration or hurt it's one of those three and then I say okay so where is this thought gonna lead me and then if this thought leads me and if I if I If I don't take this thought captive, if I allow myself to kind of go with it, then where is that going to lead? And I just kind of take responsibility for where I see this thought. If I do not change it, where is it going to go? And it does not lead usually to somewhere good. So then I have to say I need to replace it with something better. So that's when I think about meditation, short meditations, that that would be the way that I would go. Yeah, right. I think that's, that's what awesome. it kind of looks like.
0: Cause me. we don't want you spending the day, 20 minutes focusing and meditating on everything that's wrong in your life. No, and not everything is wrong about the other right. people in your life and how terrible. And Oh no, it needs to be positive folks. That stuff does work. And, and we're going to continue. And we have a lot of resources here uh, at small institute.com that can help you when you really have things that you need to communicate through and, and you know, so just remember, when you become, when you work on your mindset, and you spend, and you're actively engaged in these three things we talked about today, your relationship benefits, pure and simple. I believe it. So now we are at the, the distraction. distraction of the day. Okay, so getting arrested remember?
1: for um, being too kind or being well.
0: Can I mean, you? Can you get arrested? Can you for be being... arrested for? kindness
1: I think you could probably be arrested for anything. I'm I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist. Well, you can me, you know, there's I know you I'm can be arrested
0: anything. if Uh-oh. kindness is the name of your machete.
1: Oh no. This is
0: from the Huffington Post. What? Literally this man got arrested right here. What's his name? Brian Stewart of somewhere Florida. This dude came out of his house and put a three-inch cut in the hand of one of his neighbors so they, the police reported kindness. that he had oh he named his machete kindness and he actually had kindness written on oh, his so machete
1: that's some twistedness right
0: there that's he creepy, said, I'm right? gonna kill
1: you with kindness and the kindness is, is yeah that's who yeah, names
0: a yeah. machete kindness that's
1: some weird dude that's that's, some, that's and he's some watching somebody. that's some dysfunction going on right there is that, that is crazy? very that's very oh. weird that's you yeah. can
0: get arrested Twisted for kindness. Say.
1: Yes. if it's that kind your machete, of kindness t- you yes. you'll be kindness. arrested with kindness and say kindness will be taken from you not so kindly let's see how much you know allegory i could get off of this. from be the above the noise above the hurt.